Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Okay, we're recording. We're so going. this is episode 16. Now that I've just had okay. a go at you for holding the microphone <laughs> wrong. <laughs> So episode 16 of Sex with My Grandma. I cannot believe we're at episode 16 already. Can you? No, absolutely not. (laughs) No. I always say this at the end, but I'm just going to say it now, guys. Anyone who's rated and reviewed our podcast, thank you so much. We really appreciate it. But please, if you haven't, please, please, please go and rate and review it for us. It helps new listeners find us. um, And we would really appreciate any support and positive words you have for us. Um. Because we love doing this for you guys. But we are doing that weird noise again. What is it? Stop holding it like that. <laughs> All I'm doing is holding the microphone, Libby. <laughs> I wish you could hear what I <laughs> It's making a weird noise. Anyway, whatever. We're just going to have to live with it. I have no idea what's going on, really. Honestly, yes. I don't know what's going on either. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I should we put it in a stand. Do you think I should put it in a stand? No, no, no. No, no, just hold it. You, okay. Yeah, you look very pro. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, my God. This is us tonight, oh, no. guys. Okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So this week we have decided to talk about sexual health <laughs> and STDs and STIs because, let's be honest, they're um, a bitch to deal with. Most people do. And everyone I know has had one, pretty much, including myself. Yeah, I haven't. How's that? <laughs> Have you knew it? Well, you, your little child bride been with one man your whole life. Like, I'd be shocked if, if you had. <laughs> You're not going to believe this. My first ever boyfriend gave me one. Really? And I had no, yeah, I had no idea. That's awful. I know. Nothing serious. Well, they're all serious, but it was, um, cured with a little pill of antibiotics fine but like I was absolutely Mm -hmm. devastated mortified just thought it was the end of the world think like when I it was chlamydia when I had chlamydia I literally thought I was like just dirty dirty girl um and I was quite young I was like what 18 well so you know look chlamydia is the most frequently reported STI you can get and something like Mm. the stats are 97,000 men and women are diagnosed with it every year. 97,000. Is that global or Australia? Australia. 97,000 people in Australia. That's just the eastern suburbs of (laughs) Sydney alone. (laughs) That's not all your friends, Olivia. How many? (laughs) Oh, my God. You're right. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) 
<laughs> no, I was blown away with this. And that, you know, most most yeah. people that have chlamydia um, don't have symptoms. So yeah, means that, true. you know, your partner might give it to you and really not know that they have it themselves. Yeah. Well, that's what I mean. Like I had no symptoms, so I had no idea yeah. I had it. But the good news is that once it's easily treated with antibiotics. Yeah. Yeah. And so. I would say, this might be a bit controversial, I would say that if you're going to get an STD or an STI, chlamydia is the one to get. But I have to tell you something that I found (laughs) hilarious, which I had no idea about. This is how naive I am Um, because while I was researching it, I don't know whether you noticed, there's a a different strain of chlamydia infects koala bears. Did you know that? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I did know that. But it too can be spread sexually and it's causing a devastating epidemic among koala. What, koala? Wait, you can get koala chlamydia. No, but they're, you know, they're actually quite slutty, these koalas. sickos. They're slutty koalas because they keep reading each other and giving each other chlamydia and that's what's killing them off, actually. Did you just say they keep rooting each yes. other? <laughs> I can't believe you just said rooting to me. Oh my god, this is taking my whole night to the next level. Well, <laughs> I can't believe I cannot believe my grandma just said rooting to me. I'm, I'm learning from you. I'm learning all these smutty words that I've never used in my whole life before, actually. <laughs> I never say rooting. I'm more of like a banger or like <laughs> I would say I banged him. Like I actually can't stop laughing. This is next level. <laughs> oh my God. All right. If I'm being really dirty, you say like you can say shag, or I like when you're really bad, you're like okay. fuck. All right, him. all right. Oh, no, no, I How's can't that? use the f word. I really prefer Rudy. <laughs> 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 this is the end of me. We could end this episode now and I'd be thrilled. <laughs> the, so the slutty koalas are spreading chlamydia because they keep rooting. And killing and they're dying from it. That's that. Oh, they can. Yeah. Oh, that's sad. Yeah. Why are they dying? Well, just the, the infection. The koala just infection rate is, is high as 90% amongst koala bears. Oh, yeah. God. So they're worse than yeah, us. I just can't believe I didn't know about it. I, I really. Yeah. <laughs> I learn something every week when I'm researching uh, subjects, I must admit. I thought I knew everything. I, learn- <laughs> I know I'm learning stuff every week as well. <laughs> but <laughs> All right, we're going to so talk chlamydia. about – No, we're going to talk about sexually transmitted transmitted infections and diseases. And then <clears throat> All of them. The thing yep. that, that blows me away is that, you know, people watch TV and go to the movies and you see James Bond – screwing around with everybody you see you know mm-hmm. melrose place where everybody bed hops and gray's anatomy well but i don't think i don't think melrose place has been on for a very long time <laughs> okay this goes to show <laughs> that's what i watched in my days you're watching reruns <laughs> there, Bubba. anyway the thing is you never see somebody two weeks later with a penicillin needle in their arm or somebody taking mm. a swab um, you just see people, or the morning after pill, exactly. And 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 really, mm. in the real world, um, sex isn't only about orgasms. It's about being prepared for the reality of maybe catching a sexually transmitted disease if you're not prepared to protect yeah. yourself. And I, I think that's the importance of what we're talking about tonight. I agree. Yeah. And look, I don't get me wrong. I think it is yeah. so important to protect yeah. yourself. Not only from having to, you know, if you're not on birth control, but 
especially to protect yourself from a sexual health perspective. But I swear to you, there is nothing less sexy than mid-sesh saying, ooh, got to put on a condom or or do you have a condom? I swear to you, it's such a a mood kill. But I I totally am for it. Like I am like a wrap-it-up girl 24-7. But don't you think like is there a way that you can get a condom situation happening in a more sexy uh, way? Well, some people, some girls, you know, put it on with their mouths, and if you, if you get it down to it, they find out of <laughs> how to put on a condom using your mouth. Um, yeah, but also getting it, being like, oh, just a second, and you like trot off to go get it. I swear, and also half the time, guys don't carry them around, and they're like, mm, don't have one, sorry, as if it's going to like make. Then a difference. honestly, I believe that every woman should make it her business to look after herself because it, you know the weirdest thing happens and it happened tonight my and I've got permission to talk about my client because I told him I'm doing this podcast my very yeah. last client tonight came mm-hmm. in and told me that um that he had four sexual encounters with the same girl that twice he wore a condom and the last two times yeah. he didn't and then he got this, this, he had no idea it was herpes because it didn't, you know, didn't mm. display as herpes. It was, it had the doctors all absolutely intrigued as well. What <clears throat> symptoms did he well, have? It, it was like a blister, but not like the normal bl- blister. They, and they said it mm. was called, um, um, a chancroid. Have you ever heard of that? It's a it's a rare STD found in developing countries. It look it looked oh. like an ulcer, and they kept saying oh, they kept saying that it was curable. And but he had on his on genitals, his gen- or yeah, his no, mouth. on his genitals. And he said that he had multiple mm-hmm. tests. He had you know sero- serology, neurology, and swabs, and the swabs came back and said no, it's it's herpes. Now this mm-hmm. guy. Um, He's a medical person himself, and he said he was devastated, and it and he yeah. just coming through a grief process of losing a member of his family. Um, it was like mm. a double grief for him, and he like finding out that he had herpes was like another round, round of grief. grief. He said he just felt he lost himself. He felt low self esteem. He's a very very good looking guy. I know he would have. I was going to say, is he? Single? Oh my god, he, he, he's very, very gorgeous, um, mm. and he—it's taken him a while to come to terms with the fact he takes, you know, the uh, tablets every day, and yeah, maybe we should talk about like, yeah, yeah I'll let yeah. you fin- obviously finish, but then we should talk about but, like what her. Well, he actually. Mm. Um, He's met a girl who who's fallen in love with him, and she doesn't. She, the first thing he told her was that he had it, um, and that she was really okay about it. And he told her that, uh, you know, that he is, is taking medication, and so it's working for him. But he did state that initially it was the most devastating thing that he found out. You know, yeah. Had- and the reason yeah. for that would obviously be because it's incurable and it's yeah. a virus literally like having a cold sore on your lip that stays in your body forever yeah, and ever. Exactly. And I think what people don't understand is that there's two types of herpes. There's simplex one and two. So simplex one is basically the one that you have in your mouth or your like lip lip yeah. one. Jumping yes, if I'm yeah. thinking that's wrong. <clears throat> and you can catch mm-hmm. simplex one on your genitals if someone goes yes. down on you with like – 
a yep. cold sore or if you kiss someone with a cold sore, you can get it yep. as well. You all yes. then you carry that strain yep. as well. But simplex yep. two is when you have sex with someone or give oral sex or anal sex or yes. whatever and they have the warts happening that's on their genitals. Right. So that's simplex yeah, the two. Ulcers. Yeah. And mm. yeah, and apparently one in ten people have yes. herpes. So it's more common than you yes. think. And I absolutely understand that people go through a complete grieving process and mourning process because there is such a negative stigma attached to herpes. And I think people think that they'll never have sex again. They feel very desexualized and they're, you know, they're buckled into their body and they can no longer engage in sexual, like free, like sexual freedom and things like that. Because I actually had a lot of people ask me when I put the Mm. call out on Instagram that whether it was, do you have to disclose to your partners every single one if you've Definitely got Definitely not. Um, I actually say state to every person that, particularly women, uh, because there, uh, the guy that came in tonight is the first guy that, that has, in all the years I've been in the business, that has come in mm. and told me that he had herpes and that he was devastated over it. But I've had yeah. dozens and dozens of women who think their lives are over because they've got it. And one, one little girl, I mean, mm. she was only 19. Like you saying, Aww. you got the very, your very first STI was the very first sexual experience you had. Her very, oh, wow. very first sexual experience at, at 18 or 17 or something was herpes. But also it doesn't, if you, and also if you do have herpes, it's not like you have warts going on 24 seven, you like, it's quite often that you just have outbreaks. And I have friends who have had, who have it and have had one outbreak and then never had another one again. But they can. So, so you don't, but what? So you do, you don't think that you have to tell every sexual partner. Definitely not. What I say to, what I say to the girls is that you make sure that every guy that you have sex with wears condoms. It's. It, it's your yep. duty to do that. Yeah, you're, you're protecting pre- yourself and them. and them as well. And then if you fall into a, a loving relationship, then it's your duty to tell your partner, just like this guy did with his girlfriend. And she was she yep. was really cool about it. She was really good about it. And and I was, and the hmm. thing is like if you're scared, yeah. if you if you're really in love with someone and they yeah. love you, they're not gonna care. Yeah. They don't yeah. care. As long as you're healthy and happy and being honest with them. They're going to love you no matter what. And if they've got a problem with them, they're not for and, you. And I also know couples that have been together for years, like 20 years, where the one of the partners has had uh, herpes, taken the tablets mm. and never had a, worn a, a condom and the other partner has never caught it. So, that, yeah. so, it, so it's not like it's no, the end of the world. Like I understand that there is definitely like – big like feeling of loss over it but it is 100% not the end of the world as long as you're doing the right things and you're protecting yourself taking medication if you need to not everyone does but like oh my god one of my friends who has it she would get them on the back of her knees that's how oh really she used yeah she had to take the tablet like every day because she would have random outbreaks on the back of her knees like it's great it presents really differently for everyone I think but yeah the poor darling is um that's interesting that sucks Yeah, but, you know, everyone deals with it, everyone gets yeah. on with it, and a lot more people have it than you realise. Yeah. But, yeah, herpes, what a fucking pain in the ass. <laughs> and it is, and it literally <laughs> is a pain in the ass. Literally. <laughs> it it, it actually hole. hurts, and it's quite painful for most people and, and until, yeah. the, you know, the blisters go away. And when they go away, the skin goes back to normal and you would never know it. Um, yeah. 
Yeah, I've heard it's yeah. awful, like yeah. so So painful. while it's not curable, it's definitely manageable. And I think once mm-hmm. people get through the initial shock of finding out that they have it, they they come mm-hmm. to terms with it. And I've, I've also mentioned this before that there are there's a dating site, a herpes dating site. Oh, yeah, yeah, you mentioned that on an yeah. earlier one. So people yeah. with herpes can date people app. with other herpes and then they don't have to go through the agonising trauma of wondering should I tell, should I not tell. People meet up and I know one couple that have met. I know two actually, two couples oh, that met cute. up on the site, fell madly in love with each other. and Good for them. Yeah, yeah. Oh. look, and if you're honestly, that's a really great way to like meet someone if you are really struggling yeah. with the fact that you've got it. Yeah. But – in my opinion, you're yeah. all good. Yeah. Get out there, girl <laughs> or boy. So the, the Or non binary, whatever you are. <laughs> so there's there's apart from chlamydia and herpes, mm-hmm. there, there's, yeah. there's our two key I reckon they're the two key STDs or STIs yeah. that I would like. Well think there's of. there's also um the HPV, the genital wart uh virus. Whoa. Um, the, the isn't that human yeah, papillomavirus? virus, and now you have injections. You can have injections now. Yeah, that, I've been yeah. vaccinated in more. Yeah, ways but than isn't one. it wonderful that women can have it? Because years ago, mm. um, it actually gave a lot of women cervical cancer because they didn't know that they had it. Yes. So what 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 is HPV? What are the symptoms? I don't think there are any. I don't think you have have any symptoms at all. Until some people get like very um, like pains in the abdomen and or oh. they bleed a lot and um, mm. they go to their doctors and say I can't understand. Or when they're having sex, they they say mm. oh, no, I bleed every time you know my husband has sex with me or whatever or or girlfriend every time. And and yes, yeah, so and then when they then you have to have a pap smear, and they and they find yep. out through a pap smear. Yes. Actually, on that, how I know how how often I've been told to have a pap smear, but how often should you have a pap smear? Five years, right? Oh, I think if you're sexually active, I definitely think you should be doing it. Oh, I, I would be doing yearly? it yearly. Yeah, if you're if you're I, a young yeah, sexually I, active yeah. person and you really are not being careful about, you know, um, yeah. safe sex, I would I would be having yeah. a pap smear yearly, definitely. No, you don't need a pap smear to have an STD check. You can go and have a blood test and do a urine test. I do that once every three months even though yes. I'm careful just because I take care of my body and I care about my yes. sexual health. Um, oh, my God. I do have mm-hmm. a friend though. So I've got two friends and they at, at one point were like mm-hmm. banging and she went and got an STD check and came back to him and was like, when was the last time you got checked? And he was like, I haven't been checked in like two years. She's like – well, I just got checked and I'm clean. He goes, cool, that's my STD check done. I was like, that is so fucked up. <laughs> really? Gosh. Yeah. <laughs> I know. We give him shit about it all the time because he's a little ho. <laughs> but, you know, hopefully he listens to this because he doesn't listen. Go and get a swab, boy. Well, so outside of, as you say, the, the common ones, um, once upon a time AIDS used to be the, the dreaded oh, yeah. disease, um, and there are still people getting in in Australia, but the numbers are low, and and the good news mm-hmm. is it's not a death sentence anymore. That that uh, yeah, there's preventative measures. There's so measures. many mm-hmm. uh, drugs that are now people with AIDS, HIV, are now uh, uh, take, 
Um, and and they you can go get yes, prep, and they can live happy, long lives and normal lives like heterosexual people. Um, do you like? Do you remember? Like, um, I don't know if any, if you've seen this, but there was a um a show that came out. I think it was on Stan called. Oh fuck! What was it called? I can't remember. But it was all about like HIV AIDS when that started yeah. coming out in London, and it literally mirrored the panic that we've had in this pandemic. No one knew what was yeah. going on. No one knew what was coming from. It was killing people. And I remember watching it like uh, whenever it came out, and it literally ran- like felt it hit home so hard just because we are going through something so yes. similar at the moment, but in a different way. But well, yeah. see, I lived. I'm old enough to have lived through the whole nightmare of when AIDS first came yeah. out. And oh, what was, was that terrible. like? And there were so many wonderful people, artists, singers, um, actors, people out there that were famous that died from it. Um, and mm-hmm. it, it was very, very scary people were were terrified of it and yes it's almost the same terror as what we're going through now with COVID uh, because Mm. people died so young and it and and it was a horrible death as well and you know but it's just so wonderful that over the years there has been so much money raised to uh find cures and prevention and certainly keep it under wraps. Uh, and so, yeah. yeah, it's not the nightmare that it used to be. And and the figures are quite down in Australia compared to other countries. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. Actually, on this note, because this is actually quite similar. So this is, yeah, similar to herpes, I mean. So this is obviously another one that you would, would disclose to yeah. a partner. If you are in a relationship or you're seeing someone or whatever and you're, it's time for you to disclose the fact that you have an STD or an STI or whatever or herpes yeah. or whatever you want to do what, and you're very anxious and nervous to do it, how would you recommend you bring it up? How would you navigate this? Well, as I said to you, I, I don't think you should ever bring it up unless you're in a relationship that you're with someone who you know that you've got a wonderful connection with, you know that you both feel very in love with each other and you say, before we take this any further, I feel I have to tell you before we take another Mm -hmm. step that I have a sexually transmitted disease of whatever sort um, and that if you feel you can't live with it, as heartbroken as I am, I can understand it. but if, but and, and that's true. They really need to give the person a way out without making the person feel bad. Yeah. Do you do you think it's often that the person will take the out? I think some people do. Yeah. Some people are horrified, and some people like um, a couple of my clients. Yeah. No, they 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 really it it didn't. It didn't horrify them at all. They they realised that that yeah. like, pe- like herpes and um, yeah. yeah. Because at the end of the day, it's not a choice. It's not something you chose or did on purpose. And it happens to more people than you think. Like it's not your fault by any means and you are still beautiful yeah. and amazing and loved. And I just want anyone who feels yeah. that way yeah. to know that. Of course. Uh, 
what you're saying is absolutely right. You're, <laughs> Me, you're, <laughs> number one yeah. hype girl, bigging up anyone who's feeling down today. No, well, the thing is that most, well, most sexually transmitted diseases are, are treatable and curable. Exactly. And How about the outbreak of syphilis we just had in yeah. Melbourne? I know, and actually, I was. It was quite interesting reading about syphilis. That um, about mm. all the famous people. It used to be the disease that kings and queens got. Um, <clears throat> I know um, Hitler had it. He was in the third. Yeah, really. Um, lots of musicians, famous musicians like uh, Schubert and Robert Schumann and Hugo Wolf. They they all died in the you know early thirties and forties from it. Yeah. Uh, why is it the why is it the the disease for kings and queens? I actually really don't know the reason for that. Maybe may, maybe <laughs> the the herpes virus hadn't hit the world yet. Maybe the virus. <laughs> <laughs> it was really on trend to have syphilis back in the day. The maybe these are all modern so day viruses, just like COVID is. That modern day yeah, COVID, which, yeah, which wasn't. Back then, like syphilis was the thing, and so was gonorrhea. And gonorrhea. So what, what yeah. is? So what are syphilis and gonorrhea, and, and they are they curable? Um, uh, syphilis comes in three stages, um, and if yep. it's treated in the first and second stage, it's totally curable. But if it gets to Love the third that. stage, it actually can affect your heart and your brain, and and someone like Hitler, it actually affected the brain because they show signs of. Uh, yeah, I think he had a lot more yeah. going on than syphilis in there. And um, and gonorrhea, um, similar, uh, but whatever it is, mm-hmm. I think early days they it, you can yeah. it, it's treatable. It, yeah, it's tre- okay. And, and so basically, sorry, we're and saying, it's treatable with antibiotics. Yeah. And yeah, and Love you get tre- tested, retested two weeks after your first treatment. Uh, to make sure it worked, to yeah, make sure it's yeah. Gone. and then have another mm. test three months later. But it is definitely treatable, yeah. But we still very much recommend wrapping that shit up yeah. and looking after your body for your own sake and for your partner's sake and for your future. The one partners. thing that I do want to mention here on our while I've got the floor, <laughs> while I've the floor, got- the floor is <laughs> yours. Are you going to tell me? Tell me about how Kalala no, no, grew together. No, I was quite fascinated by that one, Libby. Um, <laughs> no, this is a, what I have seen a f- many times, probably too many times in my room. Okay, no, I love is your stories. Yep. Quite often when people cheat, they bring oh, home yeah. diseases to their partners. That would <clears throat> fucking devastate. I, I think it. I swear. I think it's more devastating to the partner than the actual cheating in itself, and particularly. Yeah, it's it's honestly yes. it's so foreign. Bringing something foreign I back know. and putting it in. I, I totally. Feel and that vibe, yeah. <clears throat> I know there there have been some people who have realised that they've got something and they've been given an antibiotic and they're trying to get their partner to take an antibiotic without telling them that they've given them an a, a, a STI um, and they've yeah. said, you know, I've got a, an infection at the moment. The doctor thinks that you should take it too, which I think is deplorable, but it does. If that, well, that, that's a red flag that's if I've ever same, seen one in my life. But you can't lie about herpes. 
And no. Can't like And if you come it, home no. and give your partner herpes, um, it, it, it usually is a done deal. <laughs> it usually is the end of the yeah. relationship and uh, particularly if the person is cheated. Yeah. Oh, that's like a double, yeah, double it is kick a double in the gut. Kick in the gut. Mm. And, and yes, and unfortunately, I do see it in my rooms. Mm. Um, so, the whole message about sexually transmitted diseases, the last, you know, and final word on it is to take responsibility, you know, and particularly yeah. if you think that you can't take responsibility under the influence of alcohol then make sure that when you know you're going out for a a good night out and you're going to get drunk, make sure that you've got someone with you to protect you, to make, you know, a girlfriend or a boyfriend or anyone with you. (laughs) (laughs) Protect you how? When you're going to engage in a threesome so that we can make sure. Going back to bed with them when you're drunk. I love that you're like, the friend will stop you. I'm like, I'll join in. <laughs> no, they're there to stop you while you're drunk. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, no doubt. Yes, and um, because a lot of people really have no idea what they're doing when they're under the influence of alcohol. I don't know what I'm doing at the best of times, even when I'm sober. So, and so you know. yeah, I think, I think that oh, the other the other thing I was going to tell you is that there's probably more – sexually transmitted diseases around at the moment that they have been for many years and and mainly with mm-hmm. people over their 50s and and that yeah and, and the so. reason being is that age group have grown up in an era where nobody wore condoms nobody got transmitted diseases and what do you mean no one wore condoms and no one what was the only reason like, people wore condoms what? in that in that era was to make to stop yourself from falling pregnant, and but so but the, but no one got STDs well, back very then. rarely, and if they they did they it, it certainly wasn't it's, more prevalent. Well, now. it's more prevalent now because that age group also married, you know, got met, fell oh, in love, yeah. got married quite young. And and with one yeah. and we're with one partners for a long time, so the over fifties and sixties, particularly the sixty year olds, um, believe it or not, yeah. they're catching it more than the younger people because they don't know about condoms. They they they're not used to them and they hate them. And yeah, I couldn't think yeah. of anything. We're having the sixty year old. No, well. I'm not quite at that age yet, but like just having to educate. Do you have to educate your people in your rooms about sexual yep. health? I do. Yeah. All the time. And particularly the older people. Mm-hmm. I say to them, you know, just because you're 60 and you've never had to wear condoms with your wife or your or your husband, you know, you make sure that you're being protected, you, it, it's up to you to take responsibility because – You've grown up in an era where you've just been with one partner, um, and now you yeah. know all the, the world now is so into open relationships and bisexuality and homosexuality and mm-hmm. and 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 kids at school are taught at a very early age about safe sex. Well, six sixty-year-olds yeah. knew nothing about safe sex when they were kids growing up. Was ne- <laughs> sex was never mentioned in schools? We didn't do it in those days. <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah true. Mm-hmm. I still think there needs to be a lot more done on um, like sexual education and health at school around like <clears throat> what goes on emotionally for oh. the male and female or male and male or female and female in every aspect yeah. because I don't think anyone understands that there's a lot more involved from a hormone level for a woman every time she yeah, climaxes. Well, I've been saying for years and years and years that every school needs somebody like myself teaching sex ed at school because, you know, I'd love it, a dollar for every single person that walks through my door that tells me, oh, I never talked about sex with my parents. And I say, do you really want to talk to your parents about your orgasms? And they go, no. And no, but the so truth. People, yeah. People yeah. say that to me too about yeah. our relationship and the fact that yeah. we're so open. And I know that this is not the norm, mm-hmm. that's for sure, mm-hmm. and we're very lucky. But I'm very open with, mm-hmm. well, Dad when yeah. he listens, but <laughs> he doesn't like to. Very yeah. open with Mom. But, yeah, it's not the norm at all. And I think having that relationship and ability to speak so freely has definitely crafted the way I am now and the fact that I am so sexually open. And yeah, and the other, the other side of, of the story is like that ma- they mainly teach sex ed at schools and it's about anatomy, you know. <laughs> and exactly. for a long, long time yeah. in Queensland, they, they'd show you a drawing of a male with his genitals and the testes and a woman's vagina, but they, they never showed the woman having a clitoris. That, that, exactly. That's exactly yeah, what it's I was quite, say. It's really quite bizarre. That would happen for years and years and years in Queensland. But they don't teach children at school, like teenage kids, I believe. I think it should be, of course, age appropriate. Literally mm. about about the 70% of women that don't have orgasms during penetration. Um, about the way men should be treating women nicely because what they see on pornography is men treating women mm. in a very rough way so boys today are acting very very rough with women because that's what they that's their first take on what it's all about yeah. and and also mm. that they they don't see loving parents at home considering the state of marriages yeah. and relationships today. So they have really no idea mm. what a loving sexual relationship is about. And I think all the, you're talking about the emotional stuff. Yes, kids should be taught all of that at school. I agree with you, Olivia. I think the number one thing that boys should be taught in sexual health is to clean up your mess. If you come on her stomach, you go get her a towel immediately. <laughs> I always That's say no one <laughs> wants to fight over lying on the wet spot, so you have to put a towel down in the first place. <laughs> I know, but like honestly, if a guy like <clears throat> like came on your chest yeah. and comes on you and then leaves you to clean it up, that is a fucking red flag. <laughs> Goodbye. That is bad <laughs> manners. It's disgusting. <laughs> clean up your mess. Where did we go from sexually transmitted diseases to coming <laughs> – <laughs> I don't know, but I think that's us done. We're tapping out <laughs> before you start about talking about okay, routine. All right, okay. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, no, that was um, a really great overview. I think sexual health is one yes. of the most yes. pertinent topics at the moment, and something that we all need to be very aware of. I think everyone should be protecting themselves, protect each other, and more than more than anything else, you should yeah. love yourself. But more than anything, I, I, I love, love you. you too, darling. <laughs> Thanks, Thanks, darling. Bye. 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 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.